The mainstream media loves to shy away from the simple questions with hard answers that we all need to hear. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Every day on the No Chit Chat Podcast, I bring you the reality of what's going on in our government and around the country. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Here we have issues at the border. We have... Issues with, I, I was seeing, because, uh, you know, we're getting ready to go into a very busy travel season. It's kind of already here. And we have uh, inclement weather on the way. So you're going to have people complaining about flights. And some of it's going to be pretty justified. My friend Tom Bevan over at Real Clear Politics noted, I'm not going to play the audio because it's not. They had uh, Transportation Secretary, former Mayor Newman Buttigieg. They had him on CNN this morning and Don Lemon was interviewing him. You know, we're going into a very busy travel season, right? We get it. We're, I mean, you want to have the transportation secretary on to talk about these issues, right? Kane, very important issues. The traveling, he's the secretary of the transporting and transportation is what air rail highway bus, all of it. And so people, I'm sure we're tuning in because they were waiting to see with the cost of gas and everything else going on. What is there to I mean, I'm sure that the transportation secretary is going to have a lot to say about transportation. Now, if you thought that good for you for thinking that and being optimistic. But in reality, what happened is uh, they talked about his minivan. I'm reading the trans. I'm just skimming the transcript. They talked about his minivan being gay. The, oh, the RESPEC, R-E-S-P-E-C, RESPEC for Marriage Act that was, they decided to do even though you have Obergefell and they didn't need to do it, but they did it so that they could repeal financial protections for people of faith. It's the repeal financial protections for people of faith bill. And they asked him about that. And so uh, if you tuned into CNN this morning, to hear the transportation secretary talk about transportation issues pertaining to this coming very busy travel season. Then you got to hear about uh, his husband, Chastin, who gets to do the dishes, uh, the kind of little toddler puffs that kids eat, uh, strollers and minivans. That's what you got to hear. That was his uh, 13 for 13 minutes. What's going on with that rail strike? Yeah, what rail strike? You mean, because uh, he apparently doesn't know. Does that, oh. ra- interesting, rail is a public transportation entity. It is. It is. No, they didn't ask him about that. <clears throat> hmm. Uh, instead, the question was, who does the dishes? Oh, you have a minivan? Um. Oh, and then they're like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, Buddha judge says, yeah, marriage changes you. Kids change you. I never thought I would be a minivan person. Poppy Harlow, CNN. Ha ha you get there. Ha ha. Kids do that to you. Ha ha. The things we do for the love of our children, right? Ha ha. That's right. Uh, and then Don Lemon says, yeah, I talked to Sanjay Gupta. He's got a, he's like, I have a minivan. And now Poop Buddha judge is a dad. He has a minivan. Ha ha. Yeah, minivans. I'm not kidding you. This is literally what they're saying. I'm reading the transcript. Rail strike? Meh. 
Busy travel season? Cost of fuel? Supply chain? Why are you attacking him? I'm just trying to ask a question. Why are you attacking me? They're all going to laugh at you. (laughs) I just... (laughs) So that's, uh, that's what they talked about for 13 minutes. For 13 minutes, they talked about that. I can't make this up. He's the transportation secretary who does everything but transportation. I mean, I didn't realize, like, talking about gay marriage has to do with transportation. Ah, but see, if you appoint a gay man as transportation secretary and they're D different, then you can talk about that instead of the actual issue at hand because otherwise you're a bigot. Why are you attacking him? You mean you don't want to have an entire interview talking about how we choose to, you know, get it on? I mean, then, you know, what you want to talk about transportation issues? Why are you such a bigot? Take advantage of this historical opportunity for a gay man to hold the t- transportation secretary and talk about him being gay instead of transportation. Uh-huh. I really, I mean, I joke, but that's actually the point. It's thir- for 13 minutes. Nobody cares. Everyone's like, are we going to be able to get home if we travel over Christmas? Are we gonna are we gonna get stranded? What happens with the rail strike? Is quote unquote Santa gonna be able to come? Like what's happening? Nope, nope, no, you can't ask those questions. Why are you attacking him? And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Man, we are in a mood today, and by we I mean just me. Everyone else is sane. Uh, young voters' enthusiasm for Democrats waned during midterms probably because they hate all those old racist people who don't know what women are right i mean there's confused and then there's what is a vagina so associated press said young voters who've been critical to democrat successes their their enthusiasm is waning oh i'm so sad not really voters under 30 went 53 percent for dem house candidates compared with only 41 percent but that's actually way different from what it used to be it used to not be uh, 53 to 41. It used to be up in like the 60s percents. Uh, and now they're starting to, not only are they losing young people, but they're losing black Americans, Hispanic Americans, women Americans, Asian Americans, men Americans, American Americans, all of them. They're losing all the people. That's all you need to know. Uh, also, get around some of these other headlines. Bald e- this is crazy. This makes me so sad. Three bald eagles die. Three bald eagles die. Ten were sickened in Minnesota. After likely eating euthanized animals dumped at a landfill. And they were found last week near Pine Bend Landfill in Minneapolis, a suburb of Invergrove Heights. That's horrible. One sick juvenile eagle. You're literally poisoning America. By the way, what a statement on euthanasia. I'm just going to point that out. I hope they recover. Uh, that's so sad. Uh, also, the uh, Loudoun Grand Jury, Loudoun County, Virginia, they indicted the superintendent, Scott Zeigler, because he's a creep. So that's good news. We're going to talk about this more in depth because of his sexual assault response to those two rapes. The wolf population is expanding in California and Colorado. We've got all that and more coming up. Stick with us. So this is huge news. California scientists made history. They could, they say it could spell the end of fossil fuels. It's there. It's a fusion power breakthrough. They use the world's biggest laser, Dr. Evil style, to replicate a reaction that powers the sun, which could spell the end of fossil fuels. 
And they said using the world's largest laser researchers coaxed fusion fuel for the first time to heat itself beyond the heat energy that was zapped into it. And this could provide limitless and cleaner alternative to fossil fuels. And it offers the prospect of abundant energy without pollution or greenhouse gases and without the the lie of being green that quote unquote green energy offers. Pretty interesting. I mean, you could have nuclear fission as an, uh, fusion as an energy sh- source. And they said that the, uh, the test that took place, the test actually was in August. They said it generated way more energy than they ever predict- predicted and actually damaged some of their equipment. Now, the ultimate goal is still years away. They want to generate power the way the sun does, pushing hydrogen atoms close to each other so they combine into helium. That releases tons of energy. A single cupful of that substance could basically power an average-sized house for hundreds of years with no carbon emissions. I know. Now, using the world's largest laser, it consisted of 192 beams and temperatures more than three times hotter than the center of the sun. They coaxed fusion fuel for the first time to heat itself beyond the heat that they put into it. So they had a net energy gain. And it's the the phenomenon, they call it burning plasma. It marks, they said it marks a stride towards self-sustaining fusion energy. And so now they still, we're still years away, but it's, this is a reality now. This is actually super cool. So it's a fusion, ener- and done right here in the US of A, fusion energy breakthrough. Huge key milestone. Still a long way to go, but this is a huge milestone. Because at first it was a long way to go to get here. And unlike, like I said, unlike some of the other stuff that's promoted as being green, this seems you know legit green. I love like new things. I, don't, I think people who like fossil fuels, they're not against anything like this. The only thing that we're that we always objected to is don't sit here and tell us that rare earth element mining is greener than oil or gas. It's not. In fact, it's even it's the the pollution's greater and those materials are harder to extract. It's they're harder to attain. So this is cool. We'll see. But they're they've been um, they've been this is something that they've been going towards for for decades. And now they made major, major progress. So that's huge news. Very good news indeed. So in Wokery, I knew this was going to happen, but I thought that it would be towards the uh, language that's used. So in ballet, I took I had 17 years of classical ballet. And as you know, with uh, the romantic languages, whether it's you know Spanish, French, you have the male and female uh, verbiage, right? La, le, uh and this French dance teacher was ousted from this university because they gave this ultimatum of using men and women terminology and also with the language discussing the actual movements because the movements in ballet are in French. It's a ballroom dance teacher at a French university. And she was she's out of a job. She called dance students men and women. She was opposed to using non-gendered language. Well, especially if you're doing like a pas de deux, you're I mean, that's very definitely I mean, they're male and female roles. Because ballet showcases the human form, the men's strength, uh, the elegance and the body lines of the females. I mean, it's all about celebrating the form of the two sexes. And the teacher told uh, uh, Agence France Press that she said, I say women on one side and men on the other because they're in dance. There is a role for a man and a role for a woman. And they fired her because of it. They fired her as a result of it. And she quit her job over, well, she, she was going to quit, but they ended up jettisoning her from her position. The university was demanding that instead of using 
male or, or female, get this, they wanted to use leader and follower. Now, what do you think is more sexist? Using leader and follower, because see, that's inapplicable. That's not how this works in ballet. It's not, it's not that you can't just substitute man and woman in, in dance for leader and follower. That's incredibly inherently sexist, A. And B, it also doesn't, that's not the description for their roles. The woman is not the follower, and thus, you know, you're intimating that that's the weaker role in this, in this discipline. Gosh, these people are morons. So stupid. I hope, I, I just, I mean, it is, all of this, this wokery and this gender ridiculousness is, is, it's, just absolute it's just complete and total sexism abusively so it's his life mission to make bad decisions <laughs> it's time for florida man Mm-mm-mm. i don't want to read kane sent me one headline that's gross and i don't want to read it what? it's about the the couple in the pool and oh, yeah. miami Herald. they got they done got arrested because i was having romantical times in the pool and they shouldn't have been doing that so this woman, though, I will read this. This woman, Florida woman, tries to cash a million-dollar check at a Tampa bank to buy a yacht in Miami. Hmm. Really? Uh, so, investigators say that Lynn Helena Haufen, 26, financially exploited her 77-year-old husband, Tampa, I'm sure they married for love, Tampa businessman Richard Rappaport. She walked into a Tampa Amscot branch, tried to cash a million-dollar cashier's check, and told employees she was going to buy a yacht in Miami with her husband. His name was also on the check, but and he wasn't there, so they refused to cash it or three other checks that she brought in that day. And so now she's she was arrested on charges of money laundering, organized fraud, exploitation of an elderly person. Her bail's at a million dollars. And I just got I mean, she ain't even all that. Like, what in the world? I mean, if you're going to go for somebody who could swindle you, I mean, at least get a good-looking woman. Good grief. Um, I mean, it's like not the twenties. You don't need to pluck your eyebrows at then. So I know I, I it's, it is mean, uh, I, this is funny. They said, it's the first Gen Z member of Congress, but he was denied a DC apartment because he has bad credit. Florida man has bad credit. Congressman elect Maxwell Frost. And so he wanted to live like in the, I, I guess like a bougier part of DC and when he went to get an apartment, he wasn't able to get it. So he made it out to be like he was being victimized. Now, basically, it's a guy who cannot control his finances who wants to control your finances. That's what this is. Don't be don't be running. If you're running for Congress and you've, you know, maybe wait until your credit's improved. Because I don't know why anybody would have any kind of faith in you at that point. Yeah, he said that uh, it's a serious problem of affordability and accessibility in D.C. That's what Maxwell Frost told NPR. You didn't handle your business like an adult should. So it's not about accessibility. Your financial irresponsibility does not mean affordability and accessibility problems in D.C. The end. Golly, these people are so ridiculous. Oh, everything should be given to me. Why do I have to work for anything? No, it's just you You don't be cannot believe people voted to have this guy run there make determinations as to things that could affect their bottom line when clearly he can't handle his own. Uh, also this, uh, I got a couple of other ones here. <laughs> I can't believe this guy did this. A Florida man hid in a swamp for n- several days in Yeehaw junction. <laughs> Corey Philippe, age 32 faces an aggravated battery charge. He was hiding from deputies for a week 
in a swamp near Yeehaw Junction. And it was announced that they had exhausted search efforts for a man that they identified as 32-year-old Corey Philippe. And they had search efforts. They wanted him in connection to an aggravated battery case. So they looked at these wooden areas and vacant homes. And finally, they determined he was hiding in a trailer. Uh, He's accused of beating his father with a blunt object. And so he faces a charge of aggravated battery in a person 65 years or older. He hasn't been given a bond amount. But he hid out in a swamp and then tried to sneak into uh, this trailer and they finally caught him. But he hid. I just want to come back to that. He didn't get eaten by no gator. What? Yeah. He hid in a swamp for like a week. A swamp where alligators are. And you didn't get ate. Man. I, I know. I'm telling you. A Florida woman psychic went to jail over $3 million for lifting the family curse. I predict that she will be found guilty. Look at me. A federal judge, and she was sentenced to so-called psychic and fortune teller from Miami. Uh, Prosecutors say she swindled $3 million out of a woman, claiming that she needed the money to break a family curse. 51-year-old Samantha Stevens was sentenced to 30 months in prison on fraud and money laundering. And she met the victim in 2012, gained her trust, and then convinced her a curse was was placed on her family. And she would have to perform rituals on large sums of money in order to lift the curse. Oh, wow. And she spent that money on vehicles, gambling, property. It was a four-year period, and then the victim could no longer pay for the rituals. $3 million. She has to pay three point two in restitution. Whew. Like, I don't think she's got it. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The mainstream media shies away from the simple questions with hard answers that we all need to hear. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Every day on the No Chit Chat podcast, I bring you the reality of what's going on in our government and around the country with no extra fluff. In my latest episodes, I lay out the blunt facts of what's going on in the District of Columbia, the way the media is misleading the public, and plans that political parties are making. Concise, comprehensible news is what America needs and deserves. I'm here to deliver. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.